Bills Mafia, what is up? And welcome into another episode of the Halftime Adjustments Podcast here on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. I am your host, Charlie Gross. You can find me on Twitter at Charlie underscore Gross underscore. And we are back to our crossover series. This week, it is David Harrison from the Locked On Washington football team. It's a short one for you guys today because David had to go uh, do an episode of his podcast right after he was on with me. So it's only about 15, 20 minutes, but I think we still got some talked about, you know, the stuff that's really important, I guess, you know, uh, Fitz, Ron Rivera, that kind of stuff. So once again, I, I would thank David for coming on the podcast and I hope you guys enjoy the interview. Bill's Mafia, what is up? And we are in our third crossover installment of this spring-summer series. And today it is the Washington football team, and I am joined by David Harrison, co-host of the Washington football team podcast on the Lockdown Network. How you doing, David? I'm doing great, Charlie. I appreciate you having me on and looking forward to talking some, some Buffalo Bills football with you. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you coming on for sure. And I think this is a team that, you know, when I first looked at the schedule, I said, oh, man, Washington, yeah, no problem, easy, because they're not a team I think we're real familiar with. But then you take a deeper look into what Ron Rivera has done and, and the roster, and this is actually a really good team, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're not going to be alone on that. You know, the, the Washington football team, just the franchise in general, whether it be uh, through their play, you know, on the field, their lack of winning overall, or, you know, what's going on with the front office and the ownership situation and the, the name change and, and everything. There's just there's been a lot of negativity around uh, this franchise for quite a while now. You know, they're they're very far removed from the success they had in the 90s and, and all that stuff. Not the same franchise. But uh, like you just said, I mean, Ron Rivera, you know, his, his hiring was kind of a signal of things changing. And that was kind of the beginning. And then, uh, you know, you look at the addition of Julie Donaldson, Jason Wright, and, and you can kind of just go down the list of Marty's. You know, this this franchise is really in the midst of kind of turning things around from a character standpoint. And it, it's not just on the field. It's it's ownership. It's everything. And, you know, the ownership situation is still, you know, to be determined. But, yeah, I mean, this is a franchise on the rise. It's a roster that's much improved over last season when they were a playoff team. And I'm uh, looking forward to see how they can compete. And, I mean, uh, Buffalo Bills, that's a measuring stick uh, if you ever ask for one. So Washington's got a huge task ahead of them. Uh, but win, lose, or draw, I mean, no matter what happens there, you're going to find out a lot about who Washington is in that game. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think, obviously, this is really an intriguing game, I think, for Buffalo Bills fans. And certainly, I would imagine, for Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott, you've got Marty Herney, uh, Ron Rivera, and then on the you know the Bills fan side of it, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's beloved still here in Buffalo. It's kind of the legend of Fitzpatrick. So, a lot of really interesting storylines. Um, you know, two like it's kind of like Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott, sort of like against their mentors. Just a lot of interesting things in this game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of connection there, like you mentioned, and, and you know, you do things uh, very similarly. I think both franchises have kind of taken a turn toward, you know, to a lot of fans that kind of seems like a no-duh type of type of uh, thing to say, you know, but there are, there are teams out there and there are people who make decisions and, you know, look at the quarterback situation every year going into the NFL draft. There are teams who go in there saying, we have to get a quarterback. And I think that when you get into that mindset, that's where you get your franchise and your teams into problems instead of going and getting 
the quarterback, and that's something that Ron Rivera uh, really kind of emphasized during the, the offseason lead-up to the NFL draft and into free agency and trade talks. You know, they, they went after Matt Stafford and tried to execute a deal there with the Detroit Lions. That didn't come come through. But they didn't just say, okay, well, we didn't get Matt, but let's see if we can get Derek or let's see if we can get Aaron or let's see if we can get Russell or let's see if we can get Deshaun. Like, they weren't looking for a quarterback. They were looking for their quarterback. And when they couldn't find, you know, their guy of the future, they went, okay, well, who's available for the next year or two that we can bring in? And that's where they found Ryan Fitzpatrick really kind of doing things the right way. Because especially at the quarterback position, I mean, you, you guys know Josh Allen. Like, once you go and pull the trigger on a quarterback that high in the draft or you, you bring in a high-priced free agent or, or make a, a blockbuster trade like you would for a guy like an Aaron Rodgers if he gets moved, you're married to that decision for at least the next handful of years. So you better be sure it's the right guy. We've seen franchises like, like the Chicago Bears that go out and get Mitchell Trubisky because they just need a quarterback. That's the mentality. We need a quarterback. The quarterback doesn't fit the system, doesn't fit the coaching, doesn't fit the weapons, and you see what happened with the Chicago Bears. So the Buffalo Bills doing it right out there, not just going for a quarterback, going for their quarterback, and then building the team with that mentality around them, a very blue-collar, hard-working roster. And I think that's what Washington is trying to put together as well, is a hard-nosed, grindstone type of roster, and you're seeing a lot of similarities between the two teams because of it. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, Fitz obviously is very hit or miss, but it's, it's usually season to season. So I'm sure you guys are hoping that you get, you know, the best version of him instead of, you know, some of his previous years. But I'll tell you, the Washington defense, and, and especially the front seven, is really outstanding. And I think Bill's fans are estimating that a little bit. And I think they're underestimating how much trouble uh, Washington can really give the Buffalo offense. Yeah, I mean, and, and fans may, and you know, and I will say the fans, uh, that is that is the uh, the benefit of being a fan is you can underestimate anybody you want to because at the end of the day, it's about the players on the field and the coaching staff. And I guarantee you, and I'm sure Bill's Bill's mafia knows just as well. Josh Allen, that offense, Stephon Diggs, uh, Coach McDermott, nobody in the Buffalo team and the franchise is going to undersell or going to underestimate anybody coming out there. They're coming out there uh, to give everybody their best and to take on their best. So. I'm okay with fans, you know, underestimating teams. I'm sure you do it on your show. We do it on our show. We try to kind of tell them, hey, you may be underestimating these guys because of these reasons. As long as the team doesn't underestimate them, then you'll be okay. But, yeah, man, I mean, that defensive front of Washington is no joke. Josh Allen is going to have a tall task ahead of him. That offensive line is going to have a tall task ahead of them. And then you look at the weapons and the receivers and the running back. I mean, this defense is improved from the front to the back over the last two years tremendously, and they continue to look for talent to add in there. So I think you're looking at a defense in watch football team defense that once they get rolling, Buffalo may actually face them as they're still going through some of these growing pains from some of these new additions. But as they get rolling, I think the Washington defense by the end of the season, if they stay healthy, of course, that's always the caveat, right? But I think you're looking at defense that at least in the top half of the league could reach the top 15 uh, as well. Yeah, I think it's one of the most difficult defenses Buffalo will play all year. And I, I feel like a lot of it is going to, once again, kind of fall to Josh and his ability to make plays out of structure. Because the, to me, yeah. maybe the weakest positional area of the Bills' offense really is interior-wise. You know, Feliciano, great run blocker, really, really average as a pass blocker. Uh, you know, Mitch Morse really good in space but not a power guy and then you've got some really unsettled things that left guard you know is cody ford 
going to take over? Is it going to be Forrest Lamp? Is it going to be Ike Butker? We don't really even know. So I think it could be a really long day of, of Josh kind of running for his life, having to, to make those those throws on the run and, and, and that kind of stuff. And I think this is going to be a, a pretty close game. Yeah, I think everybody should expect a pretty close game. I mean, I think when you look at the defense and what they can potentially do uh, to cause problems for Allen and for his teammates, I mean, you're right. Josh is really good at going off script and, and kind of making something out of nothing. But having to do that over and over and over again, especially with pressure coming up the middle, that's hard for any quarterback, you know, no matter how talented you are. And as talented as Josh is, that could lead to a couple of uh, mistakes. And that's where the improvement on the back end of the defense comes in. And even the, the addition of Jamin Davis there in the middle in the linebacker group, you know, it only takes one tip pass or one duck uh, to go out there for a defense to take advantage of. And if they do, that could be one of those swing plays. And then on the offensive side of the ball, too, I mean, Curtis Samuel coming in as an addition. Adam Humphreys is probably one of the lesser talked about additions to the offense, but uh, he's a very good, solid hands receiver. Actually, last time I saw him play in Buffalo, he was a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and actually had a really big fumble towards the end of that game that kind of helped Buffalo pull out that victory. But I think you're looking at a very similar kind of matchup to that Buccaneers game uh, where you have an offense that's capable, a defense that's capable as well. It's really going to come down to who makes the least amount of mistakes. And really, for me, I think it's going to be who makes the last mistake that ends up losing that game. Yeah, definitely. And I was just going to ask you about the offense. And I think Washington, at least recently, has always struggled with getting weapons. But now, as, as you mentioned, they have weapons. I think the offensive line is good, above average, and you've got Fitz. So what do you think the, the offense is going to look like? Is it? I mean, Fitz isn't the greatest throwing downfield. <laughs> so, you know, are they gonna, how are they going to kind of mold that to him and, and, and use his strengths? And I know Samuel is a bit of a – jack-of-all-trades guy. He can come out of the backfield and some jet sweeps and stuff like that. Right. I think it's going to be a very, uh, you know, the, the cliche is take what the defense gives you. I think that's what they're going to come into, you know, looking to do. So uh, every single game plan is going to have three levels of, of attack. You're going to have, obviously, the backfield getting involved with Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, and those guys. But you're going to have a middle area. You're going to have intermediate. You're going to have a deep game as well. And really, as the defense comes in, you know, so if the, if the early on, tape on the Buffalo Bills says that they're willing to give up deep shots to be aggressive up front and close to the line of scrimmage, then they'll bait them into that. They'll use some screen passes, they'll use some early runs, they'll use some early short you know, short passes and then try to get uh, Terry McLaurin or Curtis Samuel or someone over top of them and try to hit big, you know, so on and so forth. And that's really kind of what we've seen with the, the evolution of this offense is you have a quarterback who, yeah, not the greatest deep ball thrower, you know, in the history of the NFL, but fully capable. Can, he can make throws all over the field at every level of the field. So as a defense, if you shrink down and play close to the line of scrimmage, we can execute, and that's what Ron Rivera wants to do. If you spread out and try to open things up, and can take it's really going to be one of those check matches and just kind of who dials up the right play. You know, are we are we sending Curtis Samuel on a fly when they have zero coverage on, you know, on, the, on the deep end there in Buffalo? That's really going to kind of help dictate the pace for the football team offense. Well, I know you've got to go and record your own podcast, so I appreciate you coming on and spending a few minutes uh, on here with me and, and for my listeners. And before you go, just tell people where they can find you and your and your podcast and all that stuff. Yeah, Charlie, I appreciate you having me on again, man. Uh, happy to do it anytime in the future. Uh, congrats, you know, good luck with your show. Good, good luck with the rest of the season. Congratulations on what the Buffalo Bills are doing. I know. Bills Mafia, you know, waited a long, long time to have a team that could, could really be a juggernaut in the International Football League. And I think you finally have one. I'm very excited for you. 
Uh, I actually retired out of the Army from Fort Drum, New York, so I have a lot of friends in upstate New York that are huge members of Bill's Mafia. I'm always happy when I see uh, those friends up there celebrating. And fortunately, they're not the table smasher types, you know what I mean? Because that's a little bit dangerous, but I love the table smasher types as well. Yeah, um, but I'm really happy for all, you know, your entire fan base for, for what's going on up there. You guys deserve it. I'm happy to see it. And, yeah, as far as me, I'm on Twitter at DHarrison82. And then, yeah, it's a Locked On Washington football team podcast uh, with Chris Russell over there. You can find us on any podcast platform. I actually also co-host the Locked On Buccaneers podcast, Locked On Bucks, as well. So, uh, you know, some, some information there if anybody's interested in that, too. But I appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, thanks for doing this, and we'll connect sometime in the future. Absolutely. Big thanks to David Harrison from the Locked On Washington football team podcast for giving me a few minutes of his time. Make sure you check that out. I am Charlie Gross. This is the Halftime Adjustments podcast on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. If you like what you're hearing, I hope you will leave us a rating and a review. If you listen on a platform that allows you to do that, please subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, All that stuff really helps us get in front of more Bills fans. We also have a YouTube channel. I encourage you to check that out. My co-host and I, Izzy, host a Friday YouTube show live. There's a couple other shows, plus we have some pre-recorded content from Caveman. And if you get a chance, check out all the other podcasts on the network. They're all great. They're all a little different. So I think there's something on the Built in Buffalo podcast network for everybody. And that being said... This is a long off-season. There's not always a lot to talk about, but all you really got to do, Bills Mafia, is find a way to embrace your growth mindset and trust the process.